Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a wonderful guy here, John Gusty's here today. And John, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Oh, Nancy, thank you for having me. I, I have a I have a odd feeling this is going to be an awesome conversation. It's going to be a fun conversation. He's written this book. I'm holding it up here, The Red Pill Revolution. Actually, he's a co-author. There are four authors uh, of this book. They updated it for COVID-19. And right off the bat, I mean, I do have a bio to read um, about you, but then I want you to tell people what the red pill is if they don't know, because a lot of people just don't know. So you guys, welcome. And uh, let me give you a little info here about John. After 30 years in the entertainment industry, working behind the scenes for some of music's biggest names, John turned his attention to health and wellness in an effort to help his wife heal from what was originally diagnosed as multiple sclerosis. Now, he soon realized that the same deceit and profit motive that plagued the entertainment media was even worse inside the medical industry complex. As a devout agorist and champion of individuality, he now devotes his time to producing content that celebrates the spirit of sovereignty in all aspects of life. And I'm just really glad you're here. And I'm really glad you guys put this book together. And so those are my two questions. Tell people about what the red pill is and why you put this book together with these guys. Well, it, it, um, it started with, um, you mentioned there were five of us that put this together. And yeah. One of those individuals is a gentleman by the name of Jeremy Ayers, and he uh, he lives over in the UK, as do, interestingly enough, the other four. I'm the only American that was uh, part of this. But the way that this was birthed was Jeremy happens to be my wife Dawn's doctor. Um, oh, wow. And, and I, and, and I use the term doctor um, literally and not commercially. Um, this is a man who years and years ago invested him, his time and effort into solving the um, issue that my wife uh, has been suffering with. And wow. we just over time became very, very dear friends. Um, I We found ourselves on the same side of a lot of ideological issues and approaches mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um he he i am i am forever like i kind of in my mind feel like i've i've been the same 14 year old kid riding around on a skateboard you know, you yeah. know lis listening to you know early 80s punk rock i i've i've always like just that's just always been me and i love i long for the days of like when we used to just wake up as preteens or teens and the day was ours you know and we yeah. just do whatever we wanted to do. And that was probably when I was the most creative and the most productive in my creativity. And, you know, we get older and we get sucked into the vacuum of, you know, mm -hmm. so-called society and got to pay bills and blah, 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 and all that stuff. And, and, and our, our time becomes less and less our time. And like mm -hmm. becoming friends with Jeremy through the health journey and challenges of my wife, we both kind of, um, gain regain that spark again we both felt like little kids like like, cool. like we like we wanted to make our band you know and, and yeah get in the garage and make our band and right but instead of making music we wanted to um get some of these thoughts and ideas out there because um i and i found in him a, some camaraderie here is like i am a huge huge advocate of the art of conversation i think the art of conversation and individual thought um in fact just creativity in general mm -hmm. has been under attack 
um, especially in recent years, like, right. like I've never seen it in my lifetime before. Mm -hmm. I'm in full disclosure, I'm 57 years old. I graduated in 1983. So, you know, I'm a definitely a child of the late seventies, early eighties. Mm -hmm. and, and I've, I've, I've lived enough to, to at least have close to 60 years perspective on things as, right. as to Jeremy and, and, um, seen a lot of, ch a lot of change, especially in the last, you know, the last five to 10 years, five, 10 years, or just even recently. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you guys yeah. did this. I agree with yeah. you. I'm, I'm of the same age. So I feel the same way as you do. Yeah. So that book came about, um, just kind of five friends. Cause the other three, um, we, we, we are all just content creators kind of of the same mindset, right. um, but, but all come from very different backgrounds. And, um, we just, thought that there was some value in five very different men um, with five very different experiences sharing a, a, a unified message, which is just, it's something we all know something doesn't feel right. right. Um, like like we, we all know that what is, ha what has been happening isn't it just doesn't resonate. It just doesn't, you know, the, every, I think everyone, if there's anybody out there that can honestly look you or me in the eyes and go, I think everything is perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, that would be a, a what I would consider to be a very, um, a, a very confused individual or maybe just a very numb individual. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, we all know something's up, but we are, um, we are programmed and conditioned to death from almost birth mm -hmm. to, 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 to think and even dream a, a certain way, you know? Right. And, and um, just in the, like I said, in the last five to 10 years, I've watched, you know, again, I, I was a, you know, I've always been a 14 year old skateboarding punk rock kid, you know, yeah. and I embraced counterculture. I, yeah. I, I, I loved the counterculture. If, if a hundred people were going in this direction, I want to be the one guy that goes, you know what, before I run in that direction, I want to figure out why they're running in that direction. And for the time being, I'm either going to stay here or I'm going to go this way just, just because. Yeah. And, and I watched in the, especially in the last three years, since the, 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 the nonsense of 2020, I have watched counterculture just flip mm -hmm. and go from people who used to embrace creativity an individuality to literally, I mean, all, almost overnight turning into this compliant corporate loving slave hybrid of, of just as everything that they claimed that they hated. I mean, again, I'm talking about my peers, right? You know, people in the, people in the, in the music community, people in the art community, people in the, 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 the author community, the, the, the filmmaking community, all these people who used to embrace individuality almost overnight flipped and became just compliant corporate. I know. And, and, you think it's, it's fear? Scary. Do you think it's fear of not complying? Do you think it's the fear of not well, complying? If, if it was, then why would we have been counterculture in the first place? Because that's what made me counterculture was I didn't care about. I didn't want to comply. Right. Not, 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 not out of arrogance or whatever. It's just, again, if there's a hundred people doing something, I'm just right. naturally wired to be skeptical and go, you know, before I join that party, let me figure out what that party's doing. Well, I'm going to interrupt you for one second because you brought up um, filmmaking and something that's really been bothering me. That's really been in the back of my mind for a while now. And I've noticed this for the last, I would say at least three years. So 
why are there no movies, no new movies being made? Why are there no new anything being made? No sitcoms? I don't see, and when I do see them being made, they're evil and they're dark. The only thing I see being made now is weird stuff, like nothing that I would ever watch, like horror stuff. Yeah, but nothing... I have a theory as to I have a theory as to why. Yeah, and that's well, and I do too. But I want to hear yours. So tell me what well, you think, because I've been paying attention to this. Well, I mean, I literally came out of the music industry. I mean, as mm-hmm. as, as a child, I you know I lied my way into my first job, which was working at a record store at the age of fourteen. When I said I was sixteen, right. which I don't even know how I pulled that off, because at the age <laughs> of fourteen, I probably looked like I was nine or something. Like that. But anyways, I got a job at a record store in, in Tempe, Arizona, okay, uh, where, where I grew up, and and. I never stopped being that kid in the record store. I I, I grew up. I, I I was I played in bands. I worked at the record store. Then I managed the record store, and and and, and then I worked for you know big corporate chain. I you know I had almost fifteen years in with Tower Records, and wow. and 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 I and and then I went on to work in the industry. You know, I mean, I you know I I tried to be the the artist and you know I, I made made some headway there you know lived through three record label deals and some tours and and, and stuff like that and then I started to work for the artist mm-hmm. and and I uh, I I feel like my generation my, me and my peers we lived through the last of at least in the music industry and I think it mirrors the, the the filmmaking industry as well because they're kind of joined at the hip in, in a lot of ways mm-hmm. i think we lived through the last of true creativity because i yeah. really believe, i really believe that um mm-hmm. darkness call it whatever you know everyone's got their their name for darkness some people call it satan some people call it lucifer some people call it justin bieber some people go, you know like, like what whatever oh my god name for darkness is right. um, darkness needs an audience and if you can pull, if you can pull an audience, whether you're a singer or an actor or a writer, if you can pull an audience, um, at some point, I believe that dark darkness will approach you, maybe in the form of a corporate executive, maybe in the form of someone who's going to have a talk with you, and you will have the opportunity to either play on the team, the choice, or or or, or not be on the team, and I yeah. think that. You know, I think that there are um, that happened a lot in the late '80s, early '90s, and I think by the time the '90s were over and we flipped over and rolled into the new millennium, I don't think there were any true creatives left. I think the only people left in those verticals—be it music, be it filmmaking, be it authors—anybody. That- that could pull an audience, TV, right. movie. Yeah, yeah. The only people that were left were the team players, i.e., the people that agreed to um, make the kind of content, deliver the kind of messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, and so, I, I, in in my opinion, I think that's why there's no new stuff yeah. coming out. There's just re there's rehashed um version Repeat, of, of, right yeah and and, and the new <laughs> but, stuff that is coming out is 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 dark it's all dark i know it's, it's all I know. it's it's either obsessed with race the gender or sex those are yeah. the three things that every and 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 that is um those three verticals are are huge because again i think you, you've mentioned we're of, we're of the same peer group mm-hmm. in, the, in the early 1980s when i was in high school like i 
I remember pre Boy George when yeah. the only like androgynous dude was like Bowie. Yeah. Maybe Klaus Nomi, um, you know, you know, there there weren't that many of them. And then Boy George came along and like, even as successful as that character was, no one really cared. I remember people dressing up like Boy George that year for, for Halloween. Yeah. Like no one cared. Like it was, it was fun, but like no one cared. No one cared if you were gay. You know, I don't like we weren't obsessed. Yeah, they've made it that way. Right. Yeah. My generation, the the early eight, those of us who were Mm -hmm. in high school in the early 80s were not obsessed with race. We were not obsessed with gender and we were not obsessed with sex. I mean, beyond just adolescent sex. Right. But but we weren't. It wasn't like like no one cared. I mean, I had all sorts of gay friends, and it was I my gay. I we didn't think of it as like you know my gay friend. It was just like hey, that's you know Byron, and he. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah. No, right, right, right. No, I'm with you. I want to get back to the book really quickly and just because it's a cool book, and I want you guys to pick it out. But in the very beginning, and I'm just going to throw this out there. And hopefully they won't. Um, I'll put this up on YouTube and on my podcast and on my TV channel, you guys, on Binge, but if they um, take me down on YouTube. So (laughs) in a a world where just eight men have as much wealth as the poorest 50% of the human population, you say the super rich could eradicate all these problems with the stroke of a pen. And that's written in the book. And it's true. There's only a certain amount of people. There's a handful. We had an hour show, but I want to get into some of this stuff. You've got a handful of people running the whole deal and people are waking up. Yeah. And, and you know, I really believe I I, 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 I am a man. So I have a simple, a simple man brain. I have to, uh, <laughs> okay. it comes down to, to its Ross, most simple uh, way All right. I, in order for me to wrap my head around it. Okay. And I love the art of backing up a subject and trying to figure out and distill something down to it, like its raw essence. And I really think in, in my opinion, there are two types of humans. There are uh, one is the control group, the, and I'll just, I just call it the control group. And is those who want to be controlled and those who are all too happy to control, like who, who actually strive to control and those two groups of people work well with each other because there are, I mean, and if we think about it, honestly, in our lives, we have lots of people in our lives that want to be controlled. There's a little bit of comfort in being controlled. But John, they call them the sheep. <laughs> yeah. So so, so you've got this control group yeah. that, and then you have everybody, you have everybody else. Yeah. And, and those, those two groups like that, that makes up us. And so when, when I think when people like you and I say people are waking up, I think that the group of people that don't want to be controlled or aren't, you know, like I don't wake up every day wanting to control anybody. I don't even want to control my own wife or children. I'd like to be in control of my marriage and my parenting, but I don't want to control, you know, like I'm not mm-hmm. thirsty for control. Um, and, and I think that when we say, when people like us say people are waking up, Think they've always been there because it in, inherently in all of us there is that desire to either want to be controlled or not right or want to control or not and there's mm-hmm. I, I don't if and i can only use my own human experience as as, as a gauge but 
pound for pound, I think there's more of us that don't want to be controlled and also don't want to, you know, aren't seeking blood thirstily, thirstingly seeking to control others. And so right. this, this group, this group has had a, the, 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 the dark group knows this. I mean, this is, this is just like, you know, I, this, this would be, you know, I, I, what a lot of people, they, they make it sound all oogly boogly and call it something like ancient knowledge or whatever. But I think it's kind of common sense that, yeah, I call it the truth. I think think people will actually, and I just want to say this because it's, you know, I got to get it out. You know, now once you start to see through the illusion and the, and the BS that's been going on in the world for a while, and you know, it takes a while and then you start to see it more and more and more and more, and you can just see it through it all. And, and 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 then it becomes and and then you asked about the the meaning of red pill. Yeah, um, I did actually. Yeah, the, yeah. That's a this is a, this is a great uh, segue into what that is. I mean, I think maybe there's a lot of people who will understand the re the reference to the movie The Matrix. Right. Um, in the scene in the scene where there is a choice given, you know, the red pill or the blue pill. And for those of you that aren't familiar with that scene. Um, it's it's a it's an interesting fork in the road that we could all find ourselves and and the uh, in the movie the the plot is uh, individual has you know started to wake and wake up so to speak and mm -hmm. starting to see the truth and mm -hmm. he's given a choice um, he can take one of two pills and if he takes the red pill he will know the full truth and there's no turning back. Like you can't unknow it or unsee, you right? To, you just have to live with it. Mm -hmm. Or you can take the blue pill and kind of go back to sleep and just continue living his life as it was. And and um, it is in a very interesting fork in the road. Or put another way, like what if um, what if you had the choice? Like we could all ask ourselves, what if pick someone who's important to you, like a, like a spouse or a you know boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever. What if you had the choice to, to know for certain you could take the red pill and know, have they ever lied and cheated? Like they ever lied to you and cheated? Yeah, but see, I'm an impasse, so I do know. <laughs> no, 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 but you know what I'm saying? Or, 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 or what if you could see everything? Wouldn't you want to know? Here's my thing, John. Well, Wouldn't you want to know? Well, I mean, somebody like myself would, but it would be, it would, it would be a very, it would be painful. I mean, what if you, what if you could, you know, know everything or, or know all the truth about, you know, your, your parents or, you know, your best friend or whatever, would, would you really, would you really want to know that stuff and how would it affect you moving forward? And, you know, it's, it is an inter it's an interesting fork in the road. And so that's where the title of the book came from. And it, and it, I don't want to, I don't want to be presumptuous and, 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 I don't want it to come off like we know what the truth is. We're just asking the question, um, would you want to know? And, Based on what we have, you know, five fairly, uh, you know, competent, nice, <laughs> normal, logically <laughs> thinking individuals can 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 tell. You know, we we all can string a sentence together. We all can make, you know, humble, rational thoughts and not be declarative and go, "We know this and this is right." And you know, we try not to make any like, you know, final statements. And we're we're right on this. We're just the book is kind of full of questions and just going hey mm -hmm. consider this consider this topic because i think once people consider things and 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 maybe they have others like if we can just spark that you know like i said everyone knows something's up and if we right. can just spark further conversation or further independent right. then then mission then mission accomplished because there's a lot more of us 
than there are of them trying to control us. And I agree they, with that. They control us through thought and through programming and, and through conditioning. And, and if you break free of that, mm-hmm. then you are you can look around and go, you know, it's kind of like you've taken that red pill. You can look around, you see it everywhere. And Yeah, and, but there's and- a sense of calm uh, um, yeah. when you do. And I want to say that because once yeah. you see the truth, and for me personally, I can just say once I saw the truth and I connected more with that higher power, now I'm like at a place where I'm watching everything go on around me, but it's not affecting me. Yeah. Well, you know, I... There's- you know what I'm talking about, John? Because you get to that point. Yeah. And, exactly. Yeah, and the media, I want to talk, you know, I, first of all, let me just say, really good book. Um, I want you guys to know there's a lot of great information in here, and there's a lot of illustrations and stuff, too. Tons of memes. Yeah, yeah and what, very meme heavy. Well, but the cool thing is that you, you guys give a history. You go back of how this all happened, like how it all got started, and I want to just touch on a little bit of this really quick, because I, I do check out the book and read some and, and I take some notes and you know it all starts started back when and this was really interesting to me where people used to just farm and do their own thing and have their own sheep or cows or chicken or whatever have their gardens and they didn't go to work every day dare but we then, say be independent yeah okay, well, <laughs> check independent it out. This and is, sovereign yeah. know, this is so crazy right but you remind us of this in the book and it's really interesting and I, I liked reading that because it was like the only reason people went to work is to make a little extra. They didn't really need it that much. But what happened was the people in charge put these jobs, you know, in place and then took people's land. Yeah. Or the or or said another way, the people that that just get up in the morning wanting to control, you know. Well, they, yeah. They saw, they saw an opportunity there and yeah. And, Control, control is power. Control, right? So they couldn't be independent anymore. People couldn't grow their own food. And you know, I have to say, I've seen this a lot. I've heard people say it. It's really crazy. You know, a lot of people are starting to garden, and I've seen a lot of people where um, they're trying to get their gardens knocked down or the little area that they live in. They don't want them to have gardens, and it's crazy. It's almost like there's a fight. Here we are. It's between yeah. good and evil. Do you want to let us grow our own food and be okay and productive, or do you not and want to feed us plant based meat? You know, <laughs> I'll take I'll take it one step further than the garden. What are we mostly composed of? Water. We, Let's talk about water. water. Yeah, we water. It, we it is it it should be. I mean, I'm just being very simple. Again, back to my simple man brain. If we are mostly water, then water ought to be our number one mm-hmm. concern. And why are we not taught from birth? I mean, the first things that we should be taught is how to find water, food, and shelter and build shelter. And it's mm-hmm. like water literally, literally falls from the sky. It springs from the ground. It is absolutely necessary for us to even exist. Yeah. yeah. And why is it that most of us cannot even get our own water, even a glass of it, without the help of some sort of third-party commercial entity? And what's in the water? And why are we putting it in plastic? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, could could has water completely been occulted from the human experience and then sold back to us? In a, as a delivery mechanism for all sorts of toxic garbage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of appears that way. Why, why is anyone paying for water? Right. Why is there even a payment gateway in between humans and their water? That, and, and it's, a, it's a really simple 
simple, simple, simple subject. But if 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 you really sit there and think about it, again, how come most of us can't even go get our own glass of water by right. our own means without some sort of commercial entity in between us and that water? Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people want to live off the grid. Well, let's touch on, um, and I worry about the food supply, and I worry about water, too. I know you probably do as well. And we can talk about all these different things. But I also want to talk about the media and how they've um, been bought out and how we can't get the good information. And that's why it's cool that we're having the show today, because a lot of people are afraid to say the truth. John, they're afraid. They're afraid to be honest and, and say that big business has come in. You talk a big, about big business and how they're trying to do away with small business. And I've watched this for the last 10 years. Talk about this. Doing away with small business people. Because that's the heart of America is the small business person. Small businesses are the independent people. They're the creative people. And and creativity and independence is the ultimate enemy of those that wish to control. If you are wanting yeah. to control, if just think about the overbearing, I mean, the stereotypical overbearing boyfriend or husband that won't let his wife be independent at all. She can't have her own friends. She can't have her own relationships. She can't go out by herself. Right. Has to, you know, I mean, it's, it's complete total control. And so the small businesses, you know, heaven forbid they make their own money. Heaven forbid they make their own, you know, they, they stake out their own part of the, of the marketplace. You can't, that, that, can, that can't be allowed. It must all be controlled from a select group of centralized corporate, corporate entities. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, but the, the thing that gets me is we have as individuals, like the most powerful weapon in our arsenal and i don't think enough people really know it's there and it's quite simply the power to say no that's right and and, I, and, I, and i'll give you a really good example in my personal life in 2017 i made the decision to myself that i was not going to buy food from corporate sources anymore good no for more you no more going to the grocery store. So what do you do? You go to the, what do you do in the winter time when there's not like farmer's markets and stuff? Do you freeze well, stuff or what do you do? We, I, I, I freeze stuff year round, but I mean, there's never, I mean, we're in the middle of winter right now. And, and tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., I'm going to go meet my weekly weekend farmer friends and I'm going to get my eggs and I'm going to get some, uh, I'm, I'm picking up some, some pork. Oh, and, cool. uh, you know, and there's still produce happening, you know, I mean, potatoes are happening year round. I mean, like, like it still happens. Yeah. And, 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 you know, yeah, there are things, you know, it's probably a little harder to get, you know, lemons or, you know, oranges right now, but, 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 but there, there's still people have them. Right. Know? Right. And, but, but I just, I don't, it, it started to worry me. Yeah. Then this is very way before the, 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 the silliness of 2020, but like, what, what if we just couldn't run to the grocery store, you know, or run to Walmart whenever we want to, to get our stuff? What if we mm -hmm. kind of went back to that whole water thing? It's like, I wanted to get my own water. It's right. like, why, why am I, a, you know, why am I a man, you know, well, in, you know, at that, at, at that point, you know, I was, but the whole water thing, I was well into my late forties. It's like, man, I fancy myself this independent, creative guy that embraces freedom, all stuff. And I can't even get my own water. Like I was mm -hmm. ashamed of myself. And the next thing I did was 
had a, had a well dug and, and, and now I have my own water. And, and that just, that thought process just went, well, now what about food? Now what about power? What about all mm-hmm. these things? And so mm-hmm. I just started, if I can't get it myself, I want to get it from the source. And the cool thing about the food choice was when I, when I just said, you know, I'm not going to the stores anymore. I'm just not. If I want bacon, I'm going to go find a farmer that raises pigs and I'm a buy oh, bacon. God bless John. It's probably going to be way better bacon anyways. And through that that journey, I now have all of these beautiful relationships. These people are not just, it's not just some nameless, faceless person at a store that I'm giving money to. Right. When I buy my meat or my produce or my dairy, these are like real people doing real beautiful work. Nice. There's there's a lot of like human just love and 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 i I don't want to sound you know i don't want to sound like a silly hippie no it's true it's true like these people care like like the the woman who i get my eggs from i'm gonna meet her at 8 a.m tomorrow morning uh, like she's one of my dearest friends yeah her and her husband and they have this beautiful daughter and and it's like i I love we love these people like they're they're not just eggs right right they become family I mean, it's funny you would bring this up. So in between my little move, I stayed in the Airbnb here in Arizona and the lady had chickens and a lot of people are getting chickens, which is really cool. I'm surprised you don't have your own. And I would always, I've always thought, oh, we'll get chickens. I haven't done it yet, but I would like to do it. But I, I told why I can't have my own chickens. They're called dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, when I left there and, and moved into my house, I said, hey, when you start, because they were growing, like she had them when they were little, but now they're kind of growing up and they haven't started laying yet. But I said, hey, when they start laying eggs, call me because I'll come and get fresh eggs from you. Because I would rather, just like you, I feel that way. I would rather go get fresh eggs than buy them from the store. Because here I am standing there going, okay, is it cage-free? Is it grain-free? What is it today? What Which are less polluted? <laughs> I, I guarantee you, the, the coolest thing, like if any, if anybody wants to do this, just take any product. You could just start with eggs and just go from now on, I'm not buying eggs from the store anymore. And just wherever you might be, yeah. I guarantee you somebody, somebody is selling eggs independently. And then if you really want to be, you know, like a, I like love it. A, a dork like me, like I, I won't just buy eggs from somebody just because they have their own chickens. Like I got to know what are those chickens eating? You know, where, how oh, are yeah. they raised? And so all, all that stuff. But I mean, mm-hmm. but even if you just say, I'm not buying eggs anymore from the store, I, I, <laughs> guarantee you, you are going to go on a really cool little adventure and you're going to make a new connection that, um, might just serve you well in the coming days because I think it is very, 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 um, it's not conspiratorial in the slightest to, um, it's in fact, I think it might be a wise move to, um, consider that in short order, we might not be able to go to the stores. Right. Well, it's getting worse uh, at the yeah, stores. Yeah. Or, or, or or maybe the stores are there, but the stores have no way to transact with you because certain systems go down. Or or maybe the stores are there, but they can't get the inventory that they want. I mean, like... It, well, it, that's that, happening. That's happening. You haven't been in the store. And I just want to say this to you because my daughter has told me from Michigan... My other daughter has told me from Connecticut, so this is coming from different places, that they are going into the stores and the shelves aren't always full and there's things they can't find. And the prices have just skyrocketed. 
I've noticed this myself, you know, because I do go to the store. I just want to say the prices have just gone up so much. I mean, for just me and I cook, it's really expensive to go to the store and buy food. I just want to say that. And yeah. for the average family, like, I just want to, you know, we're, people aren't talking about this. This It's cost a lot of money just to eat right now and just to live, and, just to have a that, place to live. And that food that they're buying from the store more often than, than not is not nutritious. And a lot of it's not even real food. Right. It's, it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's the equivalent of, you know, look at what we've done to our pets over the you know the the last 40 50 years we've fed them gmo'd corn you know like we feed cats and dogs corn and like when would a cat or a dog in its natural setting be eating corn never and, and, never and so, so they're eating <laughs> corn with some sugar mixed in and some yeah. and inks to make it look brown and 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 we're wondering why cats and dogs live only 10 years you know well let's talk about this the depopulation because i want to hit this point too you know, because I really feel, and I just want to know what you think. This is Nancy's feeling on this. I feel like COVID was created to depopulate, to get rid of the unhealthy people. <laughs> I really do. I know that probably sounds harsh to you, but I really feel like they're trying to depopulate with the food because with the medical, with the stuff that they're giving people, uh, it feels like there's too many, they feel like there's too many people on the planet and they're just trying to get rid of a few. Well, um, I, I can't disagree with you, although I think it's even there's more on the table than just that. And it blows my mind you, when when you held up the Red Pill Revolution book, you know, it's got that stamp on there updated for COVID-19. Right. We started writing that book uh, in the winter of 2019. So just before it started. And mm -hmm. uh, I, it blows my mind um, that Event 201 is still up on YouTube. And that was that was, you know world influencers, uh, corporate world influencers and government influencers that got together in October of 2019 and laid out exactly what they were going to do. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, four months later, it rolls out just like they said it was. I mean, right down to the right down to when they you yeah. know, even say when the shots go into the arms, when the jabs go into the arms, three to five years will be the culling period like that. That'll that will call those that that took it. And what are we seeing? You know, we're three years out and all cause death rate is, uh, is skyrocketing everywhere. Yeah. You know, that, that's what's one number that like the, those that want to put their heads in the sand have to confront at some point. We, you, you, you don't even have to argue why they're dying. It's just across the board. You, you pick the demographic place on earth you want to talk about and all cause death rates are skyrocketed yeah. over the last two and a half years. Gee, I wonder whatever could it be? Yeah, what, well, what changed? You know, it's right. Yeah, well, it's really crazy, and I worry about the little kids because they want to give the little kids this stuff, and it's, it's just you know, it's look just what we look what we already do to little kids. The second kids are born in commercial corporate foundling hospitals, of which most hospitals are are you know, I mean, I don't think there are any independent hospitals anymore. They're all. No. They're all corporate entities. The, what's right. the first thing we do to babies? We we inject them full of oh vaccines. And, yeah, and we inject them full of God knows what, and we mutilate them. Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing. You know, it's, it's like welcome to life, little little one. You know, we're going to mutilate you and shoot you full of chemicals. 
So, well, so it's like like this isn't anything new. I think that the my my opinion of the events of 2020 were it was uh it was the the AIDS scam. AIDS was was a beta test. Same same players, Fauci and everything. You know, I mean, you, you go back and, and look at the whole. You know, you can uh, see he was involved in yeah, it you all. Can see he was involved. Same same, same players, same, same corporate players. You know, you've got right. and Fauci and all all of that. But I just think. Um, the events of 2020 have some banking aspects to it. There are some banking interests why some of these people, specifically the older uh, population, uh, needed to maybe be called a little bit because I don't know, maybe there are some payouts due to that generation that um, maybe the funds aren't really there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some 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 uh, some hard mathematical arguments that could be made in that direction, and that's a huge topic. And you know, there's a it's that that's a topic in and of itself but i think that i think it's part uh the culling effort which is what it was because there is i don't know that anyone could could argue at this point as we're recording this today that again the all-cause death rate is up skyrocketed over the last two and a half years so there was the the, re- the reasons for it i don't think are singular i think there's a lot of corporate interests that would uh, involve getting a significant chunk of people out of the way well, out of the way, and then Big Pharma made money, and it's all about making money and getting rid of people. You know, I, I want to back up and say something about the babies, because I've, this is so sad, I've seen, heard, read, and I actually have a friend, um, people who have taken the, the jab, and then they've had a child, and there's something wrong with the child. Yeah. And I've seen this a lot. Yeah. It's a very sad situation. These are young girls, and I've also seen a lot of young girls who haven't been able to carry to full term. It's almost like they're affecting, well, I know they are, affecting the um, reproduction with this thing. As, and, and, you know, you don't want babies to come out deformed, but they are coming out with a lot of health issues because of the mother taking the thing, thinking they were doing the right thing because of media. Again, we're back to the yeah. media and people listening to things. And you can't believe what you hear anymore. You just cannot believe it. You have to research it yourself or you have to watch shows like this where people are like yourself have researched and and said, hey, you guys, um, what do you think about this? I mean, yeah. And and by the way, you know, if anyone would, would want to invest the time just so you don't think that this is just a bunch of, you know, t- two people on screen talking about conspiracy stuff. Right. We, if you want, if you go to the redpillrevolution.com, go to our website, um, we've got exclusive content there and we do a series called DNA, which is discussion and analysis. And, um, and from the get go, from the very, very beginning of the whole events of 2020, we talk about it in real time. So you can, you, you, and it's, and everything that we talk about the, the, if we cite a report, the, the link to the report is there on screen and in the show notes. And I mean, we, we, we are giving a play by play as it rolled out. And um, I'm not saying this to be arrogant, but 
most yeah. of it is dead on. And it's not because we were prophets or anything. We just listened to what they said that they were going to do, which is the event, event 201. They said what they were going to do. And we just followed along and documented it and said, yep, they're doing exactly what they what said. They said. Yeah. And that's part of the deal. That's part of, and if you're a spiritual kind of girl like I am, that's part of the situation. And you call them Lucifer, the devil, whatever. They have to say, exactly what they're going to do it's it's you know some people call that karma and, that, and it's up to us it's up to yeah. us as humans to say no we don't accept that and that's really what it's come down to and we, we've been on for almost an hour i have to get out of here in a few but i just want to say john that's what it's come down to us saying no and you said that in the very beginning of this conversation yes um we we've we've a uh, part of the conditioning that we've grown up being told is you know signs and symbols are are are, are, are oh, that's that's wacky you know yeah that, that that's wacky you know new age stuff and signs and symbols rule the world and like you say it is part doesn't matter whether you the viewer you or the listener believe this stuff they believe this stuff and mm -hmm. it is part of their belief to be out in the open about what they do if mm -hmm. if their if their intention is to get rid of you they will tell you that that is their intention mm -hmm. it might not be obvious to you and they might do it through a funny movie or through tom hanks or somebody but, but yeah. they're, telling, they're telling you exactly what they want to do and to them in in their from their spiritual belief standpoint that gives them the right that they're doing it correctly according to their beliefs because right. if, if they're not honest if they're not up front then there's some retribution for them and and, and again you don't have to believe this stuff they do right and you know th those of us that sit on the other side and and and, and watch as it unfolds just have to make sense of it and try to try to try to navigate through it as sanely as possible and hopefully that book acts as a field guide to yeah. help you sanely, sanely navigate through it Right. And I just want to say, you know, Rockefeller started this a long time ago, um, mm. getting rid of, I don't want to make a whole, I could do a whole show on this, but, you know, getting rid of natural healing, making natural healing bad and making uh, only doctors and pharmaceutical drugs is what was good. And that was all for a money-making thing. But the cool thing about all of this, and I just want to say this, John, is that People have gone back to natural health now. People have gone back. It's so wonderful mm -hmm. to hear you say, I go and get fresh eggs. I go and get fresh meat. This is actually forcing people to wake up, pay attention, and to go back to the natural ways in my mind. And I think that, well, actually, I know that the good will prevail in the mm -hmm. end with all of this. Um, I want to know your thoughts on that. I, I think you you, you kind of nailed something. I'll just say it a little differently. I think okay. we're in a super, super, super narcissistic driven society. Mm -hmm. Everybody's all, you know, I'm me, I'm important and I got, you know, I got mine and all that. Okay, great. We, you know, like I said, that's a natural human emotion, but maybe we could channel that for good. Yeah. And instead of being like, I'm all me, narcissistic me, look at me, listen to me, you know, read me, you know, go to my website. I'll get my, I got my, I got my own stuff. How about being be using that same kind of attitude and go like, you know, I don't need no third party commercial giant giving me my eggs. I'll get my own damn eggs. You know? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'll, I'll get my I'll get my own damn produce. You know, I you know, whether you're man or woman, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a strong woman. I'll get my own 
produce. I'll get my own carrots, you know, or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. I'll get my own water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, let's, let's use that. We have it naturally in us to be narcissistic and self-centered and selfish. Well, let use that same, use that same energy, energy, don't, right. Don't, but don't, don't give it to the corporations. Do it yourself, man. And I, I'm telling you, even if you just changed your behavior with the way you approach eggs or the way you approach carrots or whip out, pick something, you are going to make a, a relationship there. That's going to positively change your life and, and possibly be a lifeline for events that may happen in the future when you can't mm-hmm. run to the store and get whatever it is that you need. And, and, I don't know. We we should have been taught to be more self-sufficient and right. more sovereign from the get-go, but we weren't. And but now we're here and we know how important that is. And and it's up, it's up to those of us that um kind of kind of understand how important that that might be to to, to, to help others understand realize it. it. Yeah, realize it and and, and say, yeah. you know, hey, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It is it's it it might not seem like it's a whole lot of fun to go find local eggs, but you're gonna meet some cool people. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, and it's and, and and that's that's beautiful. We should be interacting much more with each other as humans instead of you know our 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 fondle slash. Well, yeah, and- yeah, because and I'll say this, you know, I just moved and it was so easy for me to order stuff from Amazon. I just throw Amazon out there because, you know, because, you know, I'm in a new place and I'm like, well, oh, we I need talking this. talking about Satan and Lucifer, so yeah. <laughs> we, can, we, we should bring one of his most successful brands into the conversation. No. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff Bezos. It's true, it's true. And then I'm like, it's not cool, you know? So let me just rewind a little bit. I'm like you. I'm like, oh, well, I've got to get car insurance. Well, I got to go to somebody local. And I'm thinking about all these different things. I always try to do stuff local, you know, and I always feel guilty. I just want you to know, I feel guilty every time I have to order from uh, somewhere because I'm in a small town now and I can't go to all the big box stores. And if there's something I need and I can't get it, I will order from there. But I actually feel bad that I'm doing it. Yeah, you know, I, I, can I, can I share just a little with you? Yeah. Uh, as long as, um, so a lot of these big box corporate giants, they've, uh, one of the things that I think they've done to mess up small business is give people the um, illusion that there's such a thing as free shipping. And there is no such thing as free shipping. The only companies that I know that ship anything, at least here in the States, are FedEx, UPS, the postal system, and then there's smaller entities like DHL or whatever. Right. None of those, none of those places bring it to your house for free. They are paying for it. <laughs> they all cost for something, right? So yeah. there are still uh, this is just one thing like Walmart.com will deliver for free a 40 pound bag of black sunflower seeds and yeah i live out in a rural area and so i i I use a lot of seeds and you know kind of trying to attract you know certain birds and stuff sure yeah i buy less instead of spending my gas money and my time to drive to walmart to get a you know 40 pound bag of bird seed walmart.com well the bag costs 19.99 Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I make sure I order like four or five of them at a time. So it's like 200 and some odd pounds. And I've only spent $60 on this. Do you know what it costs to ship 200 pounds of anything? A lot. And and, and, and they and they deliver it each and every time for free. So in a way, I kind of look at it as like, you okay. know what? 
I'm getting my bird seed. I'm paying for it. It's the same price I would have paid for it in the store. I don't have to drive to the store. You don't have to drive to the store. I know. And these and these dumbasses are delivering it for free. And so I'm just gonna keep doing that until (laughs) it's it's just my little way of like just poking the giant. Oh my god. So that's hilarious. I just caused you two hundred dollars worth of shipping to 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 (laughs) deliver my sixty dollars worth of product. You know well no it's apps that's true and I'm really glad you told me that maybe I should just order from Walmart. Um yeah. Well, I mean, you can do it with Amazon too. I, 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 I'm I, just teasing. I, anytime, just teasing. A, anytime I need something heavy and in, in bulk form, yeah, I just order it from Amazon from Walmart <laughs> because they both will deliver it for free. I was like, oh, I, I got your free shipping right here. I'm gonna make you work for it. Oh my gosh, John, what's the next book? You got another book in you? Yeah, we do. It's it's actually the Red Pill Food Revolution. When's it? Come- oh my gosh, when's yeah, it coming it, out? It, it is a. It, it is hopefully uh, knock on wood. If uh, if our supply chain uh, logistics, I know it was shortage of paper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If 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 that holds, uh, we it should be out to to market no later than the first of March. Um, but it is about the it is about the history of food and how we as humans have re- have have existed with food and how we once treated it differently in an ancestral. Mm-hmm capacity versus how it's treated now and and um it's just it's just a deep dive into the world of food and um there's a ton a, a ton of really interesting and useful information in it and um that's cool i hope you'll come yeah. back oh, i hope I'm you come back and visit me you. yeah you say when nancy it was okay. an absolute pleasure oh you too all right you guys it's called the red pill revolution oh, this is the updated version for covid19 and your website again john it's it's the red pill put a v in there and hey if the, this is um, please don't think of this as a shameless pitch because it's actually something free for your listeners okay but um, we put Which... together this it's called the anti-dependency guide okay and it is a uh, it it's it's a free download. Just go to theredpillrevolution.com forward slash guide. Okay. It's, you know, it's 40, 50 pages of very easy to read um, real things that you could do to just have a little more control and sovereignty in 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 your life and we touch on there's there's 10 areas we touch on water we touch on light we touch on emf electrosmog grounding nice um, care source the sourcing of your stuff what's it called again hold it up again what's it called it's called the red pill revolutions anti-dependency guide anti-anti-dependency guide okay i'll put it in the notes and And, so that people can get it and okay, there's no, cool. you know, we're not trying to get you to buy anything. It's just, it, yeah. we, I am, I'm a huge, huge, huge believer in just sharing knowledge. And this right. is, these, the, these are 10 aspects of life that mm-hmm. it's really important to, to us that we can empower people that might, some of these things are simple, but you know, not everybody's on the same learning arc. You know I mean? Some people have just started that, that arc and others, you know, are, are, mm-hmm. are well, taught, but I mean, like all this stuff is, it makes you think. Um, yeah, it's stuff anyone can do. Any one of yeah. us. Can do this. And, and if we can give one person one good idea, one way to just empower themselves, right? Versus handing that power over to some some corporate commercial entity that probably doesn't have your best interest in mind. Correct. Um, that, then that's then that's a win. And and if we can share some knowledge to help people do that, and we can do it in a way that is fun to read and looks good, and 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 and, and you know, like if you find it useful, pass it on to your friends and family. It's it's just good right. stuff. And, and there's no sales pitches in there. So 
No, that's nice of you guys to put that together. I think it's awesome. All right, you guys, we've got to get out of here for today. It's the Red Pill Revolution. Hey, if you want an intuitive reading, if you want a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com, and you can book your date and time. I also do house clearings. I cleared a lady's house yesterday. It was pretty cool. And I can do it through Zoom. So if you want a house clearing or a house blessing, let me know. I'm happy to do it for you. John, it was a pleasure. We oh, will thank see you so much, Nancy. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Everybody take care and God bless. Yes,